Welcome to Mo Audio, Atlanta's podcast about all things soul, music, and culture. I am Shantae Lagan, and that right there is Lamar Shirley. Hi, 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 hi. And then we have Carlton Hargrove. What's happening? My fantastic co-host and, you know, just great guys who have done so much in terms of the music scene here in Atlanta, including the magazine slow mo you guys can check out all of the stories all of the information on slowmoatl.com what's up guys what's happening shante hey how you doing once again we're back at it we we're are we are and Another we have show. a great show today we mm-hmm. have courtney lafloy you know just a fantastic spirit wonderful dancer and now more than ever an artist a music yes. artist um, vocalist um, who has a new single out. So we're excited to talk to her. Yeah, and Courtney, uh, you know, if you're a house music fan, you may have already heard her. She's got a lot of hits, and they're on, like, if you go to tracksource.com and all these different places. Um, but like you said, she started as a dancer, and then she now she's like a super house, house music diva. Yeah. Vocalist. Real, real good example of living life the way you want to. Hello? Like it's golden. That's yes. Right. Oh, yes. Look at that. Won't he do yes. it? Yes. Yes, indeed. Won't he do it? But, I, I, you know, you know one thing, too, and, you know, folks will hear a conversation that we have with Courtney in a little bit, but one thing is, man, her songs have some great remixes. Like, Terry Hunter remixed a lot of her. Oh, yeah. DJ Kemet. Kemet. I mean, it's like she's got the remix on top of remix. So I'm going to tell you something. If you're an indie artist out there, man, remix your stuff. It gives it some longevity. It and gives it, it a whole it new life. It keeps it fresh. Yeah. Totally. If you and Lamar's actually <laughs> did a remix, and I don't think this song is out yet, but you did a remix of Cameron Corvey, who's yeah. a Atlanta-based artist yeah. who just in, uh, not too long ago won a Grammy. Yes. For working on Sting and Shaggy's album. Um, he did a song on there, and uh, Lamar's did a remix of one of his songs. I did. He, he liked the song. Which, which song was it? <laughs> and he um, liked it. Uh, Led Me To You. That's right. Yeah. And that's such a good song. I love that song. Yeah. Folks, if you don't know song. who Cameron Corvey is, say, yeah. it sounds a little better than that, but... <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, sound, I sound better. <laughs> oh. want to say yes. But look, Lamar is a, D, so Lamar Shirley is also known as DJ Lamar's. If you haven't listened to the show before, DJ uh, based in Atlanta, he's also a designer. But this dude is sitting on tons of remixes that he's done oh for gosh. artists, indie soul artists. And I, I want you to put these damn things out. Right. I also want you to continue releasing your own music. Wait, which can we mention recently. that? Yes. Yeah, I do have a song. <laughs> yes, What's you What's it do? called? Tell them about the song it's, you got uh, out. The song is called Death of a Valentine. Um, I, the thing about the, the, the song, I actually did it about a, over a year, maybe a couple years ago. And uh, I, it was played last year. I gave it to uh, Jamal Ahmed from, from uh, WCOK. WCOK. Shout out to Jamal. Um, That's 91.9. Here in Atlanta, and he played it. And over the course of this past year, Carlton had been talking to me. He's like, oh, yeah, and you had also mentioned, you should put out your music. You put out your music. Uh-huh. Y'all sounded just like that too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I finally got off my butt and, and put a band camp out and sent it to several DJ friends who are around the country, and they've been playing. So uh, congratulations! That's Thank you, big man. Thank you. Thank you. Now, very much. now, could you give people the go to Bandcamp and look up DJ Lamar? DJ Lamar. Okay. L A R M A R R O U S, and um, you can you can check it out. So, you know, I'm glad. Congratulations! Uh, well, man. and we're very glad for you, Lamaris. We are. It's it's. I think just a new year. Everyone is doing new things, and we just got to keep at it. Um, you know, we've got some good things in the works as well. Maybe we'll talk about that in upcoming shows. Um, but you guys, I want you to continue to stay tuned. We've got great conversation with Courtney coming up and just fantastic music. I mean, not only does Lamaris make the music, he plays the music. Yes. So Lamaris, we're looking forward to your selections. You guys stay tuned. Mo Audio. Shady, cause I really make a point. 
body, but I can't stop hearing the whisper in my ear. You're my one two, you're my one two, you're my one two, you're my one two. You're so right, but you're in my head. You've been on my mind since I was a year. You're my one two, you're my one two, you're my one two, you're my one two. You're so high when we go all night. Only satisfied with your bad mind. Say I'm crazy Cause no matter what they pay me I won't leave my love alone Since I was a baby This whole world has tried to tame me But she keep on saying Won't you come out and play? You're my one two, you're my one two You're my one two, you're my one two You're so right but you're in my
Welcome back, folks, to Mo Audio, Atlanta's podcast dedicated to all things soul, music, and culture. Today's special guest, we are happy to have her back. She is a friend of the show. And listen, she's, <laughs> yes, yes. Courtney LaFloy, welcome back. Woo! Yes. So this is like, what, number three? Yes. yes. Wow, is it? Yeah, it, it is. number three. That's crazy. Isn't it? We, we do. love you. We, we love you. Love we you. Love you. And Atlanta back. does too. I mean, yes. wait, beyond Atlanta. The world. The yeah. world is feeling your music. Like, that's so amazing, so, Courtney. So, I just released um, a new song called No Time. And it's jamming, by the way. <laughs> so, shout out to Rick Lenore. Like, that is. Is that I think the producer? We found, yeah, we okay. found our perfect mate in each other. Oh, wow. So that's okay. Great. So, this oh. is our second song together. The first one is Intentions. And yes. We did crazy stuff with that song and he's just a professional i mean his sound is crisp it's clean yes and i trust everything he does um when i recorded this with him intentions and no time well i recorded no time um kimmy recorded the vocals for me okay um but intentions we recorded in the studio in chicago and i just thoroughly enjoyed the experience That's i dope. mean it was great well let's let's go back though yes because People listen, not everybody may know who you are. So it's like Courtney LaFloy is a house music. Primarily, I would you sing mostly house music type stuff. Yeah, I sing house music. I that's what I've been blessed to do. The okay, gift all right. That has been given to me. Right. I am a music lover. Yes. Jazz, hip hop, but house music is what I've been blessed to do. And w- and you haven't been singing professionally for decades. It's like 
you really. Oh, this just started. Right. In yeah. Atlanta, you were known more as a dancer. Yeah. That's right. I which went out and danced. She can dance. Which is, she's an amazing oh dancer. Gosh. Thank you. And you would go to house music events like Tambor and like the gathering and stuff and just really be dancing. Like, who is that girl dancing by the speaker? It's <laughs> because I love house music. Um, and it's funny because there are people that I admire out there that I consider dancers. And I don't necessarily consider myself a dancer. But when people say that, I'm just like, oh, okay. It's really just me going out there and feeling the music. Honestly, that's all it is. I feel the music too, but I'm doing a two step too. <laughs> It's a little I different. Mean, you know, you express, we all express ourselves differently. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, from, exactly. but from the dancing, you started, when did you, what made you start to even start singing? Uh, well, I've always wanted to sing my entire life. But, you know, life, you know, gets in the way. Not yes. gets in the way, but, you know, you got other stuff you got to take care of. Yes. You know, and I was a mom, and um, I was married, and, you know, I had stuff to do. So I didn't have time to do that. But, um, honestly, it happened, well, before I met Errol. But it really happened after I met Errol. Before I met Errol, um, and, and this is a story between me and Carlton. I told Carlton, I was like, let me take voice lessons. Just, I mean, just out of nowhere. I'm just, you know, I, I am confident in my ability to sing. But I'm also a type A person. I'm an accountant by day. Mm. And so I always know that there's natural talent and then there's also honing that talent, mm-hmm. right? So just because you can do something doesn't mean you can't do it better. That's right. That's right. And um, Amitria Docks, who is a vocal coach, I don't even know how I found her. She like trained Janelle Monae and all kinds of crazy people um, in the day. I have no clue how I found her. <laughs> I try to rack my brain like, where did I discover her? And I have no idea. Mm. But I, I, you know, did some sessions with her and you know, I used to send Carlton vocal tracks and he'd be like, listen I still have them. Yeah, I, I bet you do. <laughs> I'm about to put out the, unre- the unreleased <laughs> tracks. Yeah, the Special for edition. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yeah, so I did that. Then, you know, I met Errol. So it was Kim Seven. And Shout we out to were Errol. out once and we walked past Steve's Chakra Fest and I don't talk about myself. I don't tell people. I don't. Even now, Errol's like, you know what she's saying? She goes, you know, he's just like, He's your so, spokesman. He yes, and yes. And so we walked past Steve, and he said, oh, you know she can sing. And I'm looking at him like, he's like, oh, really? It's like, yeah, you know, I, I sing. I do stuff. I like to sing. You know, at the time, I hadn't done anything. And he was like, oh, okay. And Steve is the one that produced Dance For You. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got yeah, okay. Dance For You. And, and that, that was, was the first, first one. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. Which, always a banger. Like, it's always one that you I look forward that. to hearing mm-hmm. on the floor. For that. sure. And I think as a dancer, you know what's going to move people. Exactly. You know? You if do. I, if I can't dance to it, then I probably don't want to sing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, Message. That's it. If I can't dance to it, then yeah, maybe not this one. Okay, right. Yeah. okay. Is that how you go about selecting tracks? Yes. Like, talk to us about that. So, you primarily work with producers who are known for producing so, house let me music tell or you, I have been I don't take any of this stuff for granted. What when Dance for You came out, people were sending me music. Oh wow. Like after it came out? Yeah. Oh wow. They were like, Oh, we have some tracks you wanna hear, you wanna listen to them? Like, there are people out there that pay a lot of money and, and they they work hard to be able to record and I have been so fortunate to have people who I've made personal relationships to be able to record in like Kimmet studio and Daz's studio and you know what I'm saying Pierre um, you know the godfather of acid is a close friend of mine and, and it's just like I, sometimes I'm like wow like I, I can't believe this you know so people send me tracks and usually when when I got Dance For You I got a ton of tracks I heard Dance For You I was like let me listen to this mm. it's just I'm so connected with music, especially house music, that I can feel immediately when that's like, oh yeah, that's the one I want to do something with. Mm-hmm. I love that. I just got goosebumps because uh, I, I know that's yeah. true. Like, I know it. I know it. And so, after Dance For You, what was the next one after that? Dance uh, After Dance For You was One Kiss. Um, and I did that with a producer, Alex Millette, and he is in Italy, I believe. Okay. Um, and then Kimmet re- remixed it. Um, and then after that, it, it was a while before anything came out. And then I, I hope I'm not missing something because my brain is like, I'm getting old. <laughs> 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 um, 
Um, I can't remember anything, but um, one kiss, and then I believe it was intentions. Was yeah. the next one. Yeah. But you, but you also. At least every time I talk to you, it's like, yeah, I recorded this song with this producer. It's coming out soon. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's like you got so much stuff in transit. Stuff, uh, we have a song called My Sister that any day now. I heard that song. It's, I know. It's jammed. Carl, <laughs> Carl loved it. Yeah. We're talking about Daz IQ. Yes, Daz, yes, Daz, Daz IQ. From yes. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yep. And so, yeah, we're doing a lot of name dropping. I know, right? You know, Kim is. DJ Pierre. Right. I mean, not just provided themselves professionally. When, when I recorded my sister, I brought my son with me. And I'm in the booth, and he's at the, you know, the board, and he's showing Ian this, and this is what this is, this is wow. what this is. I mean, he's invited Ari and Farah to the studio with their violins and, ch- and cellos. He wanted them to get comfortable and feel what it's like to be in the studio. You know what I mean? So it's not just, here, I'm lending my ability to record a song and, and to to make it sound good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually like a part of your community, mm. you know, and, and your kids know me. And, you know what I'm saying? And that is something that, to me, is extremely special, yeah. you know? Do but, you, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask if you think that's unique to Atlanta because you've seen different scenes, you've gone different places. I think Atlanta, I think it's easier to access in Atlanta. I'm, I'm, there's community everywhere. Sure. But Atlanta, and I've said this several times now, there's a lot of people here that don't really appreciate what we have. And it's, it's all, it's like a child, right? When you give a child everything it wants, they don't appreciate that <laughs> because they expect it, you know? And the minute you don't give them what they want, they get upset. Right. And so I feel like sometimes because of our access here, that that is the same way with some of the, the the participants of the the music scene in Atlanta is that they have everything they want, mm-hmm. and when something doesn't necessarily go their way, they feel like they have the right to complain or request something else, you know. And it's like we have reached to people like I, I'll say in some oh my god people will break their neck over yeah. to see. Yeah. And, and you know I can pick up the phone and call them. I can go see them. You know, and and even if you don't have that close of a reach, you can go to sound table and, That's and go right. and talk to them. And Kai is not gonna like shun you. Kai's gonna talk to you. He's gonna give you a hug. He's gonna mm-hmm. laugh with you. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we have that unique opportunity that these people are at our fingertips. And I think we have to understand that this this culture that we have here in Atlanta, yeah, it may not be tailored to every single need and want you have. And that's okay, but appreciate what you have. And, and, you know, in other cities, it's a lot harder to get into that inter-circle, inter- so to speak. Yeah, okay. but that's, I think your success really speaks to the fact that you can, you, you're able to access those relationships and, and leverage them, and not in, a, in an exploitive way, but you're able to say, I know this person. None of this you stuff know? was planned, let me tell you Okay, that. now I look, was, do we need to take a little break? Yes. Okay, so we're going to take a little break. (laughs) You guys stay tuned. Mo Audio will be right back.
Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Mo Audio. And our guest today, Courtney LaFloy, was just telling us about how her travels throughout various places still leads back to Atlanta and all the great connections that she's been able to make and really able to see things come to life and happen here. Um, just being from Chicago. Yes, I am from Chicago. Originally. Yes. Um, I mean, I just can only imagine, you know, when you go home, the love that you get just it's, having the song played. It's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Um, and even just from people I grew up with, because people who grew up with me, and I'm in a good, I, just, I don't know, I've been very fortunate when it comes to friends. You know what I mean? And I have friends I've known since literally the first day of first grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these friends know, because I used to sing to them in the playground. Seriously. I mean, that, that sounds very like, you know, I really did. And they know how much I wanted to sing since I was really, really little, you know? And life has thrown some curveballs and some challenges my way, and I've been able to overcome them um, over time. And it's just nice. It's more than anything to hear my friends say, you know, you really, you really did get through some stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't start singing until after I had five children I had been divorced you know for a year or so a couple years and you know that's different yes <laughs> that's yes. not what people think of when they think of someone who is I, I, I hesitate to say pursuing a music career because I really just I'm just doing something I care about that's and right. I really like and the added benefit is stuff that happens as a result of it no, I mean, you, you, uh, let me just say, you're not pursuing a music career. You are a you have one professional <laughs> artist. <laughs> you're an artist. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> that. yes, okay. it's official. No, what, what, what I was going to ask is like, but don't you feel that like, say for example, that certain music, it's okay to like start a career at any time? I do, yeah. but not everybody feels that way. Yeah, because because it's like I, I, never, I, I think you can start anything at any time. That's like, right. There is no cap on your life and what you can do. Yeah, look, Juicy J is still making music. <laughs> okay. That dude got to be about 50. Whoa. Whoa. And, oh, he, yeah. and he has like hot songs. Oh, yeah, it's hot songs. I mean, in the trap world, right. he's he, right, oh, about 50 years old. He didn't start at 50. He didn't start at 50. Right. And I say, for example, but, but don't get me wrong, I think that like anything that's soul-based, I, I, I feel like that. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's house music, whether it's jazz, whether it's a soul artist. Exactly. Can do that. Now, I think that if you probably would have been, you know, winning to say, like, uh, we're doing a pop record. Yeah, if I was trying to do dancing, pop music yeah. and, you know, get on MTV, I don't know if people still do that, but, you know. Right. <clears throat> yeah. but, That's you know. different. Yeah, it's like, to me, you have to either be really young or really old to do, like, Pop, yeah, because like your novelty or like, yeah, 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 well, yeah, like Charles Bradley or yeah, these or like, guys or like, like that, like Sharon, like Sharon, yeah, exactly. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, but no, but so the, I think too at your age too is like uh, not that you're old at all because you're way younger than I'm my old, old ass. You're so not old I'm at not. all, but and culture you are. Old. Hey, watch it, <laughs> <laughs> but I am. But whatever. You, it actually gave you stuff to sing about because the one thing about your lyrics that I really love is that. They are about stuff. Everything. So, I'm very proud that I write in my songs. Mm-hmm. Very, very proud of it. More so than actually singing them, I'm mm-hmm. proud of writing them. Um, and the first song I wrote, Dance Me, was about finding a relationship after going through some things, right? Um, so, everything I've written has been about something. And that is so for my newest song, No Time. Um, anybody who's ever, who's heard <clears throat> excuse me the lyrics it's um I don't have no time for judgmental people don't mm. put your insecurities on me yes um and that's from a real experience mm. I'm not gonna name names we want <laughs> names dates yes right yes but I will say who does perps and hopple? Uh, I know. I'm not gonna name names. I will say, if certain people hear this, oh, folks are gonna question if it's about them. Okay. But that's fine. You I, think I, this song is about you? Yes, <laughs> it is. But as a, as a mom, mm-hmm. um, when you raise kids, a lot of the hard work. 
work is not seen. That's right. Right? So it, it allows people to judge you when you do something that they may not feel like is a mom-like behavior. Mm. Right? Because they don't see, you know, they don't see me in the morning. They don't see, they don't see the thing. Because I don't broadcast it because I'm too busy doing it. Exactly. Right. You know? And so when I was blessed with this opportunity, I've been in Miami. Once I've danced on the stage, my children know that. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? They don't care. They see me. Whatever. Mm. You know? And Because I feel like life is about living. Yes. And I tell my kids that it's about living. You need to do what you're supposed to do, but you also have fun with your life because yes. you know it's just too much crap to, to not love life and to live it to the full so and it's too short it, it is it's too it is short. it really mm-hmm. is um and so i've had some people feel like i sh- as a mom i should be at home taking care of my kids oh wow you know like, like you're not doing that <laughs> I'm i've like, been doing yeah it. exactly i've been doing it and there's no way that i could have uh, i have my oldest daughter is a college graduate Congrats. She is a yes. certified sommelier. That's right. Yes. Studying to be the first black female master sommelier. Yes. Um, she has her own home and she has a beautiful baby. I so you're a grandma. I am a grandmother twice over. Oh, wow. My oldest two have boys that were born five weeks apart, which I was there for both of them. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Because they said, I need you there. They, <laughs> they have wonderful partners, yeah. but I was there for both of them. That's right. Um, I worked a lot when my kids were little. I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. And part of that time, I was in school getting my master's degree and working full time. And now, um, for three years going, I have my own business. I'm an accountant. Um, I'm a degreed accountant, but I've been. I do bookkeeping and accounting for small businesses. I'm. I think I just hit full capacity. Because wow. um, I was sure looking at her like, oh, like, I might need yeah. <laughs> so, issues. I get to watch uh, my oldest daughter. She lives here. My second oldest, who will be graduating nursing school in May. Yeah. Um, she's in Illinois. Um, I flew to Georgia. I mean, to Illinois with my five-week-old grandson because my daughter had to go back to work, and I'm the one that watches him. I took him. Spent a week in Chicago, and was in the delivery room rubbing my daughter's back and watching my second grandson get there. Wow. So when you tell, you know, when people tell me I need to be at home watching my kids, like, come on, you know. And you're making house music you know, hits. Right. You know, I, I'm, Sorry. okay, at one point, and it hurt my feelings because it was someone that I felt like, man, you know, why are you in this? Right, yeah. <laughs> right, know? yeah. Um, but after a while, I'm like, you know what, that's their problem. It, it is. That's not it my is. problem. You ain't got no time for that. I'm I know. <laughs> Available on track source right I now. I know. I'm going to tell you this, and this is one thing you're going to like. I know this, with, but no, because I can say this with, with Shante and also with, with Carl. We're not dream killers. I don't like dream killers. No. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. We I, wouldn't yeah. have more audio if we That's were. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. You know, I don't like dream killers. Mm-hmm. So you need to let us know who he is. I know. You say he. Or, it might or, be a she. Or, or she. It it sound be. like a she kind of. Be a combination. Oh boy, they are. We're very inclusive here. Of our hate. Yeah, oh, they do. Man, they now do. look, before I know we're getting close to wrapping up, but I do want to. So you got no time out right now. Mm-hmm. This is your fourth song you've got out, and you've been putting them out over the years pretty regularly. So what's next for any new releases or well, have, that kind of thing? Um, I have a new release that should be coming out before the month is over. Wow. My sister. Uh, yes. um, it's an old two. What is this? My sisters. I have some girlfriends I've had, like I said, since first grade. I've had some girlfriends I've met because I stay house music that if I called them today and said, hey, I need your help. I need to talk to you. They'd be there. Mm. And so that song is pretty much my ode to sisterhood, which is really important to me. Um, so I have some things, some ideas, um, some people I've talked to that aren't necessarily in the house world, but they mm-hmm. do some really funky stuff. Mm-hmm. And they've been, again, um, I reached out to somebody and said, hey, I can do and it's all because I feel like 
now I feel like I have a duty to move towards what I want. Um, if nothing else, to show my kids. My kids are all performers and artists in their own right. And I want them to know, like, go out there and try something. It works, it doesn't, and then regroup and try something else, you know? That's good. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And it's all an expression. And that's what it's yep. about at the end of the day. Yep. We're getting the rap sign from our friend Lamaris Courtney where can people follow you find you all that good stuff okay Instagram I'm pretty active dancing househead so it's dancing no G househead um and I'm on track stores Courtney LaFloy L-A-F-L-O-Y LaFloy is my real bona fide middle name um named after my aunt LaFloy Williams who was the best woman in the world um and so, Courtney LaFloy, you can find me, you know, you just type that name and you'll see my picture. Hopefully, they're all flattering. Um, <laughs> videos. Um, I, I do interviews for Ghost Cam 7. So, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, it's all the same. So, that's pretty, pretty much it. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming back. Hey, we're so Woo! glad. You guys stay tuned. Mo Audio will be right back.
What's up, folks? Welcome back to Mo Audio. It's me, Carlton. Shante had to go. She had an appointment. No, she had, an <laughs> she appointment. had to go take care of some business. But we had a very dope show with Shante Lamar's guest, Courtney LaFloy, um, who's putting out some dope music. And so, you know, man, this is a great show. I love Courtney LaFloy. She's I, one yeah, of my good she, friends. She's a, she's a sweet person. Her music is great. Um, I, You know, the, the thing that, that, that was... Uh, you know, I, I, it bothered me that, that anybody would would dream kill. I, that, you know, this especially since it's like I think that the um, you know earlier this week, some uh, one thing I had I had a comment with some, someone that um, uh, I was talking about how I really would love to see more older artists work with um, younger artists. And I think we've seen it a few times uh, with uh, like you know, Thundercat. I think he brought with the Michael McDonald. Yeah, and sort and I. Pete Rock went on a tour with uh, Roy Ayers. And the Roots did that. that was it Al Green album? Al Green album. Yeah, it was great. And, um, and, you know, right now, Shaka Khan has new music out. Yep. Um, and the thing is, it's like, putting a time limit on talent, it just sounds stupid. It's what? like, you know, so it's like, I, I like when artists, just, you know, if you're feeling it, you got that voice, you got that, got that song in you, or, or whatever medium, 
I like I like seeing it out. But I think one of the points that you said that really actually makes a lot of sense is like, you know, certain musics are more age appropriate. I gotta yeah. be real. Certain musics you could do, you could record a song, and two years later put it out, and you would have lost any nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you're trying to stay current and trendy, you, you know, it's, that's just gonna work against you as time goes on. Well, yeah, and I think that it's like you know, when you were mentioned, like I think you were mentioned with Juicy J. Right. I think that, that for example, certain certain songs, like, like say for example, you know, Public Enemy still puts out music. I like them. Yeah, and they're you know when they're talking when you're talking about the ills of society and your music, yeah, that still affects someone yes, in their fifties. Timeless, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but now, now if you are like if you are a a fifty plus year old guy and you're talking about I'm up in the club and I got this little, you look kind of crazy, right? And that's what a lot of guys do when they try to do uh, when they try to do like hip hop and stuff like that. Like they're they're trying to stay like like they were when they were young talking about being grimy and gangsters and all this stupid stuff look at jay-z jay-z makes age-appropriate rap yeah so do the roots you know it's like they yeah. make music and i think de la soul talked about this in their recent interview with sway they yeah. were like we want to show you how you can grow up and grow up well, with hip-hop and well, not yeah. just let yeah. it not just leave the genre right well, and, I, and i and i'm glad they said that i mean the you know it's, it's came up several times you know um hate the I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, but like you know, Andre 3000 said, "Oh yeah, he doesn't want to make it," and it, I don't agree with. That. I hate that. I, I hate that. I well because it's like it's now, silly. my thing is if you're still making hip hop about some of the same, if if you're an artist or still doing music like you did 20 years ago, that's a problem. Yeah, I think I think that's problematic. Yeah. Um, unless you made timeless music. But see, he's looking at people I think who are like hot and not people who are great. You know, yeah. like. How can you deny that if you're a hip hop person that Jay Z did one of the best albums of his career at, at in his late forties? Yeah. How can you deny that? It's like you can't deny that. And so Andre has been making great music for decades that he can do whenever. Well, and you know the the thing about it is I think it also depends on you who you as an artist. It's kind of like who do you have around you? Who, That's right. Um, because you know. I put it bluntly, we had Andre's Love Below on our first ever cover. That's right. But I'm gonna tell you why, because it was a good solo album. It was ti- right. it was timeless music. So if you're if you're gonna make if you're making trendy music, mm, you look kind of goofy making trendy music at a certain age. I just think if you look at let's just and I know we're talking about well, hip hop or whatever. If you look at the Migos and you look at Anderson Pack, these are very, two very different arts. Yeah, the Migos song music. Maybe the Migos is like, uh, let me not even say them, but there's some artists who make current trap stuff that their stuff is going to be dead in a few years. You know, Anderson can perform that stuff for 20 years. It will yeah. never sound dated. Yeah. You know? Well, see, and and don't get me wrong. It's like, I, I when I was listening to, you know, to bring up like Dayla, you know, they brought up the how much they like artists like. I think they were just trying to be nice. Man. Uh, well, you know, they I, said I, they were like, we like the Migos too. Well, right. I, I think what it is is like they're the everybody has guilty pleasures and the music is is trendy. Yes, I do. There are some trendy songs that I like. Exactly. But, but at the same time, I know that that song, I I won't. I probably won't like that song. You know, next year. <laughs> There's a song by the Migos that I like. Uh, stir fry, yeah. but Pharrell produced it. So yeah, yeah. But I you, mean, you know, yeah, and you, but you might not like it. I ain't go. Yeah, and and out of all their songs, that's probably one of the more well, timeless ones. You and know? it's it's kind of like this. It's like, for example, as much as I like a lot of '95 South music, I, they look kind of goofy being grown men doing their those the, because they were trendy songs. And think about it like this: that's a trendy group. They can never make... If they made new music, it would be like a joke album. Like, yeah. nobody's really... Even back then, it was kind of well, a joke. And, and I, I think, mean... And I think you have to be careful of any type of artist, whether it's uh, fine arts, whether it's music, whatever, if you're making novelties of your stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like you Novelty don't records. Novelty yeah. records. Or, no, or even novelty art or novelty creative. Yeah, or jumping true. on... Me as a designer, I always have to be careful. You know, and I've had missteps where it's like... We've talked about this before. Where there were times when, I, when we were doing, um, when we first did some of our 
earlier issues of slow mo where it's like you know there's design trend you gotta be careful of jumping on every design right. trend can't use every font yeah yeah you know what I'm saying sometimes yeah. you know it's you don't want you, you don't want your work to start looking like you know an early uh, no limit <laughs> album cover. You, know you have to be careful. Right, you're right. Well, you know the funny thing is, the, the reason I like Juicy J is because he actually laughs at himself. Yeah. He's in on the joke. You know, two I, shorts, in, two shorts in on the joke. Two shorts in on the joke. That's why they can make that music that's still kind of silly, because it is silly. But but like you said, with soul music, soulful house. When soul is the root of your music, the music will last forever. Yeah, and that's why Courtney can make music at whatever age she wants to, because in, in my opinion, and nobody should hate on that. You know what? You know, I'm this. It's a, it's like, and first of all, I, I say this: Courtney's a, a, a very attractive woman. I mean, yes. I don't, I don't want to mean, I don't want to say this in a disrespectful. She's an attractive woman, right? You got, you got people who are like uh, larger. Uh, they can, they can be yeah. four hundred pounds, but they got that voice. Nobody cares. Yeah, right. Nobody that's right. Cares. I mean. No, yeah. When it's when the music is good, people ain't looking at that. Especially when you're in that genre. Now, if genres. you're trying to be pop, if you're trying to be, if you, yeah. Now, look, I ain't gonna say no names, but there's some there's a, some soul artists who were living in Atlanta and decided to make some pop records. I haven't really heard about the record, the pop records, so much. Like um, they made a decision to make pop records. Well, you, they you, didn't pop off. Well, yeah, and I think that the, you know, we can we can go all day about that. It's like my thing is like. I, and I, I, after having having put out music, will I ever put out a pop record? I can't say I wouldn't. But I'm gonna tell you, it's just like this. I know what what it is. It's a novelty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's, make some money and it's, it's, a, it's a jingle. <laughs> get in and get out. It's, right. It's, it's a jingle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like there's and there's places for it. And look, if you can really do it well, there are people that can do pop really well. And I think Dad's IQ said that before. Uh, he said there's some people who really know how to do pop records, and they love it and they're good at it. But uh, for he, real, for if that real, ain't your passion, Pharrell knows how to, to, to balance it. He he does good soul. Good Will soul I am? Will I am? You know this Black Eyed Peas album is is amazing. I it's mean, a, it's a it's an underground hip hop album. Yeah, but he can make pop records. Well, yeah, just as it, easily. Well, just as easily, and, and I think that and that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can talk about this. Forever. Oh yeah, we can talk about yeah. that. Yeah. All right, but hey y'all, look, thanks for tuning in to more audio. Tune in again next month. We'll have a brand new show. Everybody will be here. Me, Shantae, Lamars, and a special guest and a lot of dope music. And check us out online, slowmoatl.com. 